As we enter into the month of Cheshvan, we start saying Tachnun again. And this is very significant. There's an old Jewish joke. What travels faster than the speed of light? On a day we don't say Tachnun when the Baltfila says a Mavarach Sam Yisrael Basholem for someone to scream out Kaddish. It just takes a millisecond for that to happen. That's our attitude towards Tachnun. There's a certain joy in missing Tachnun. There's an excitement permeating the Bismedrish when there's a chasen or a bris or a minor yontav and we can skip Tachnan. And if it falls out on Monday or Thursday, even better. However, Rav Druk in the Sefer Darsh Mardachai says something very frightening. We should be very worried and distressed on a day we don't say Tachnan. He says, who knows by you having said Tachnan today, how many difficulties you avoided, how many tragedies were averted. It is true that al we don't say Tachnun on such a day. However, we should still be concerned for having failed to cash in on such a golden opportunity, because Tachnun is such a powerful tefillah. So we see the tremendous value and efficacy of Tachnun. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you a fascinating story brought down in Mesech Bab Metziah. The Gemara talks about the most famous oven in Shas, the Tanah it's a special earthenware oven, and there was an intense debate amongst the Tanaim if this oven is susceptible to Toma or not. Most of the Chachamim said that it's Tome, however, Rebeliezer held that it's Tar. So obviously, we follow the majority, and they passed in that it's Tome. And Rebeliezer kept on bringing proofs to his opinion, but the Chachamim refuted them all. But Rebeliezer dug in his heels and would not concede, and the fireworks began. He started manipulating the laws of nature. Rabbi Eliezer told the Chachamim in Malach and Kamoisi, If the Allah is like me, this carob tree will prove it. And the carob tree uprooted from its place. And the Chachamim weren't faced. Then Rabbi Eliezer said in Malach and Kamoisi, The water in the stream began flowing in the opposite direction. They still weren't faced. Rabbi Eliezer kept on going, And the walls of the Besmedish started to collapse. And the Chachamim still didn't give in. Then Rabbi pulled out his last card. There should be a sign from heaven that I'm right. A baskal rang out from heaven and said, The halacha is like Rabbi The Chachamim told him, We will not take into account the baskal's opinion. After this incident, Rabbi the Nasi of the Sanhedrin, placed Rabbi in Cherem. Because of his defiance and for manipulating the laws of nature, they excommunicated him. And the Gemara says that this decision would haunt Reb Gamliel. The Gemara relates that Reb Gamliel was once traveling on a boat and a tremendous wave came towards the boat and threatened to capsize the boat. And he was very frightened as he understood why this was happening. He got up and he said, Hashem, you know that I didn't do it for my honor, but for your honor. And immediately, the sea calmed down. And the Gemara continues, Rebeliezer and Reb Gamliel were actually brothers-in-law, schwagers. The wife of Rebeliezer was the sister of Reb Gamliel. Gemara says that ever since Reb Gamliel placed Rebeliezer in Cherem, the wife of Rebeliezer made sure that her husband would never say Tachnan. She feared, because of the hard feelings her husband had for her brother, that her husband's Tachnan would be so powerful, it would harm her brother Reb Gamliel. So every day she made sure that her husband would not say Tachnan. And the Gemara says, Yom Echad, one day she miscalculated. She thought it was Rishchidosh, and she was sure that her husband wouldn't be saying Tachnan, because in Rishchidosh we don't say Tachnan. 
so she didn't think it was necessary to prevent him from saying Tachnun. But really, Rosh would be a day later. Upon realizing her mistake, she goes running into his room, but it was too late. His head was down saying Tachnun. She immediately tells her husband, Come, you can get up now. Katlas la'achi, he just killed my brother. And shortly thereafter, word came down that the great Nasir Gamliel passed away. Then Rebliezer turns to his wife and asks her, How did you know that your brother passed away? And she tells him, I have a tradition. All the gates in heaven are closed, except for the prayers from people that were insulted and mistreated. Hashem has a soft spot for those tefillahs. And I knew that if you ever daven tachnum with a broken heart because of the way you were treated, Hashem would immediately take action. And that's how I knew that he passed away. What an incredible story. But the question is, Rebbe Yezer davened many tefillahs, including Shmoyna Ezra, including Kal Nidre, including Nila. Why didn't she stop him every time before he started Shmoyna Ezra? Why wasn't she concerned when he davened all those other tefillahs? Why specifically by the tefillah of Tachnan? And from here we see the power and the potency of the tefillah of Tachnan. The tefillah of Tachnan has a greater impact in Shemaim than any other tefillah. So let's think twice before we scream out, Kaddish. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.